0: All the gang here at 45 Creations want to remind you that the music you're about to hear is created by independent artists. And they depend on music and merchandise sales to keep creating the music you love. We'll give you all the info you need to find it, so remember, if you like it, buy it. Here's episode 25 of the Let's Play 10 podcast.
1: Hi, I'm Kalen. Johnny. Maddie. Al. We're the Briefly Gorgeous. And Let's Play 10.
2: Friends with
3: night sessions are still very um what's the word i'm looking for confusing to me Mm. it throws off like the the rest of my week because in my head it's tuesday night which is our normal night sure and now all i could think of is oh uh we got to brine the turkey (laughs) (laughs) and we don't if i start brining the turkey now that bitch is going to be really moist because <laughs> it's not yeah, it's a couple of days I, early. I still think we dropped this on Thanksgiving. So that's a good. Okay, so let's talk about that. Yeah. So, do so I was thinking that we would drop it on uh, as a pre-Thanksgiving. Ooh, okay. on On Wednesday. Okay. Which now I'm realizing this is the most inane conversation <laughs> we've ever had because. Folks are listening to this now <laughs> on whatever day, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. so we could drop it on both days. We could mm. drop like the first hour on Wednesday and the second hour on Thursday, or we could drop like the first, like five, seven, yeah. seven on It'll Wednesday. We'll just slowly like, it we can drop the last 27 minutes on Wednesday and then the re- the, the first hour and a half yeah. on perfect Thursday. Perfect. Yeah. Just as Santa shows up at the Macy's day parade, we'll drop, but we'll drop other episodes in between just to really mess things up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we'll just or we'll just drop all the talking on Wednesday and then drop the music. Well, I thought Thursday. about it. This is a a great way to spend our time. Yeah. I thought if we did drop it
0: on Thursday, for those who like maybe don't have a whole lot going on in the morning Uh or for those that are like ready to get away from their family, there's still people that, you know, they do their day-to-day things. And they're thinking like, man, I wish I had something to listen to. Uh And everyone else is like, enjoy the week and spend time with your family. (laughs) You know, we'll be back next week. And you and I should be like, fuck that. Here we are. Yeah.
3: Here's a pot. Yeah, here you go. So we'll we'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah. But whatever day that you're listening to this, if it's the day that we dropped it, welcome. Thanks yeah. for clicking on the button. It's yeah. the Let's Play Ten podcast. MP and Ben. Ooh, yes, yeah. and we have a <clears throat> an amazing playlist. Oh, this it's, this, this ep- yeah. we're very excited about this playlist. We've been talking about it for a couple of days, and the embarrassment of riches continues because usually <laughs> what we would be talking about this week. Is how well that's it for new music because November and December usually suck, yeah. But wouldn't you know it, there's Wild. an oh, yeah. we already have an entire next episode's yeah. worth of music yeah. in the holster yeah. for the <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been I great, have all so. my plus ones ready, I like do too. I'm ready yeah. to go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, so th- thank you to a bunch of amazing yeah. artists whose yeah. music will be on the next episode. Thanks very much this for waiting. Is, this is what we're thankful for. That This is what. Is this what we're thankful for? No. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll be thankful for this. Sure. Is it okay. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll go with it for now.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you what. We'll come back to it at the end of the episode and Sorry. decide if we're still thankful for it. Right.
3: So the the order yeah. is mm-hmm. um, a roof over my head mm. and all this good. Okay. So all this great new yep, music and a is. roof over my because the
0: great music technically could be over your
3: like it could be the roof over your head could be yeah. So C- could be. What when, when <laughs> will it protect me from the elements though? Mm, the elements is the question mark. The emotional elements? Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we're going dark right now. Yeah, this got so, deep. Yeah. Okay, well, you ain't heard nothing yet. <laughs> so tell us about uh so let's talk about these first two songs. Yeah, you kick it off, man. I did, You're I glad. went first this week. Yeah, Yay know, for which, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won the coin toss. You did win the coin toss. <laughs> Brooke Dugan is a very young person from someplace in Connecticut, <laughs> who has just released, I think, is her first single, which is called College Kids. That's the song you heard there. An amazing song. It was a great song. I I reached <laughs> I reached out to Brooke, and she could not have been nicer, but also could not have been less forthcoming with information. <laughs> we love your music, Brooke, and I, I'm I'm sure that you are just the, the nicest person in the world, but all we know about Brooke is that she recently turned 20. So congratulations on turning 20. You got the birthday. We got the present college kids is the name of the song. It's available on Spotify (laughs) and you could, should absolutely check out Brooke's Instagram. And it's a, it's a great, great um, Instagram um, tag. It's at, B, the letter B? Yeah. The letter D. That's it. That's it. At BD. Nailed it. <laughs> Brooke Dugan, College Kids. It's the new single. I'm super looking forward to hearing more, as much as possible, from, from Brooke. Thank you very much. And uh, let's talk about...
0: Here's the beauty of this. The beauty of this. The beauty of this is, technically, you win again, because I know how excited... And for all of our listeners, and I'm not going to let him bully me out of this, for all of our listeners... MP introduced me to our next artist, Rosie Tucker. I did. I will take full credit. Yes, and you should. And I'm a huge fan. I will. Um, I have done the deep dive. I have a lot of just admiration for this artist. Um, there's a lot of really great backstories here. There's a lot of great um, growth points through a lot of the uh, interviews that I've read with her and stuff like that, too. I want MP to start this because he introduced me. And therefore... He needs to dive in with Rosie Tucker first, and then
3: I will follow up. So, MP, uh, uh, okay. you get to go again. Uh, okay. So, do you want me to talk about Rosie's music as a general thing, yes. or do you? Okay. Yep. So, Rosie Tucker a couple years ago put out a record called Sucker Supreme. It was not their first record, but that was my introduction to Rosie's music. Sucker Supreme was one of those. Albums that I adopted early into my kind of third musical life when I said, I can't listen to Pink Floyd anymore. I can't listen to the Beatles anymore. I can't listen to Prague anymore. I need to listen to new artists. I need to listen to new music, or else I am going to die not having heard potentially amazing music. Sure. So, of all those first 20 or 30 artists that I said, okay, I got to listen to this record. Oh, I love this album. This is a great single. Oh, this is really good music. Rosie Tucker's Sucker Supreme was right kind of in that kitchen. And for a while, that record was all I listened to. Like, I got into one of those jags you get into where you have this like wellspring of music that you have collected. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like you used to have a stack of CDs or you used to have a stack of cassettes yeah. or vinyl. Yeah. I have to listen to these things. And it, starts, yep. it starts to build up and build up and build up. And the next thing you know, you never listen to some of it and you just file it away alphabetically on the shelf and that's it. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I never listened to that. And maybe I will one day. And that's where I was. I had all of this stuff in this, um, this ever-growing playlist. Yeah. Of artists that I had never listened to before, yeah. or that I heard a couple of seconds of, and I'm like, okay, that stuff def- I got to listen to whatever they have. But Sucker Supreme just like grabbed me in a way <laughs> that I had really like never experienced music that of 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 that kind before, delivered that way before, with those emotions and those things that Rosie was singing about, just kind of got to me. And um, uh, you've heard me talk about um, Graceful Rage by Harmony Woods. It was kind of in that same space. Yeah. It was in that kind of same emotional space S- for me. Such a good album. I was hearing things that I'd never heard before, and I thought maybe these are things that I should be paying attention to, not just the fact that this is a cool song or that the drums sound good or that the melody is good, but the words actually mean something to this person that I probably need to understand so that I can become a better person. When you start listening to music for those reasons, then you've kind of crossed into another dimension of music love, where uh, I love music, I love guitar, bass, and drums, I love guitar, bass, and drums. Oh, I love a good lyric, I love a good lyric. I love great production, (laughs) love great production. But then at some point you kind of hit a wall where you want something else from music. You know, I mean, we all have records where by artists that have, you know, touched us personally and that that singer is singing directly to me. Those lyrics were written directly about something I understand, right. you know, and from a fanatical standpoint, yeah. oh, those lyrics were written exactly for me, you know. <laughs> but when you start getting into listening to music that has nothing to do with you as a person, that you shouldn't relate to, but that you want to because you want to understand it because you want to be a better human being. Sure. That becomes a whole other thing. thing. You're in a different dimension, a different zone of listening to music where I need to examine these emotions and I need to understand what these words mean. So I'm going to go read this blog, which talks about the same subject matter. Or I'm going to read this book, which relates to this subject matter. And you're getting this from a song lyric. Yeah. I think... That goes beyond the fanatical. I don't know what the word is, or I don't know what the adjective is, but that's where Sucker Supreme put me. Okay, and you know, it it was one of those things where I I I, I want to like like talk to this person on like have a ten minute <laughs> phone conversation with Rosie Tucker just to say you have no idea what these words meant to me as a white hetero man old yeah. man in this world. Yeah. That I can listen to your album and I can understand things that I should probably understand that I wish I would have understood when I was a young person. Right. Because it might have made me a better person. Sure. Not that I was a shitty person.
0: No, but it's an honest. We all could have yeah, been better. Yeah, it's an honest look at it.
3: Yeah, you're we doing. all could have been better had we had music like that then and not just fucking Aerosmith. <laughs> and not, you know, just fucking, you know, because, you know, when I grew up, yeah. you know, when I was coming of age in music, that's what it was. Every band just wanted to, you know, had their dicks out. Yeah what were we supposed to do yeah you know so it was like this whole kind of like Rosie Tucker was a big springboard for me and aside from the fact that the songs are great the production's great the way that she communicates with her fan base is really cool. She sends out these the, – Rosie, they send out these postcards. Sorry, Rosie. Okay. they They send out these really cool postcards, which you can't see, which I'm holding in my hand right now. I can see them. Yeah, he can see yeah, them.
0: They look really cool.
3: And Rosie writes these little kind of personalized messages on them. I love that. To whoever gets them. And yeah. they're, they're really cool. They're, you know, just like a piece of artwork that is done by a person that they know yeah. or um, – you know, the album cover art for Sucker Supreme, which is really, really cool. Things like that mean something to people like me who had gotten so jaded and so bored and so just, ah, uh, I'm over it already. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, there's nothing, nothing left that any artist can do that's going to surprise me. And an artist like Rosie comes along and, wow, this is really super surprising. Yeah. This is really amazing. So... That became like a thing for me where, and I actually wrote this in an email to Rosie, that it had gotten to the point where people were telling me, you are getting annoying about your love for this record. We get it. It's (laughs) good. We will listen to it when we get a chance to listen to it, MP. Thank you very much. And, And I've been there on probably 10 or 20 albums in my life sure. where I have like nailed people down and said look you're not leaving this room until you listen to this record with <laughs> both ears and an open mind. So such was my introduction to Ben of Rosie Tucker's music. Mm-hmm. And then Rosie went off and did another project mm-hmm. in the last year yep. with a bunch of short songs. We're mm-hmm. spending a lot of time on Rosie. It's Tucker.
0: okay, no, this is a good story yeah. This is
3: important. This did is important. um this leads into something else that we want to yep, talk about. You don't have to say that part. Yep. Keep right. going. right. So, yep. uh, Rosie's next project was an album of uh, tiny songs. Yep. A, a minute, a minute and a half, twelve, some, some 12 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 12 tiny songs. Tw- 12 tiny songs. Yep. Right. And 12 they, seconds. Yeah. I, there is, I mean, there is a super short song, and it's but a minute all, and 16, I think. Yeah. They're yeah. very, 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 very short. All under, most under a minute and a half. I think there's one that's just under two minutes yep. or just over two minutes. Yep and went on tour playing those songs and I'm like sitting here going that is the ballsiest shit I've ever heard in my life you're gonna go out on stage you're gonna pick up your guitar and you're gonna strum out a couple of chords and in 47 seconds (laughs) next song that rocks
0: that's amazing and
3: and acoustically
0: and and the best yeah it was a solo acoustic tour she did in November yeah um, and did not play Indianapolis just for note Um, but I will say that (laughs) she uh The cool part about this is from a writer standpoint and artist standpoint, these songs are pulled from having really bad writer's block, which I found that was what attracted me to this album so much is she had these these lines or this music or whatever, but just parts of it, fragments of it. Mm. And instead of forcing herself to try to finish one thing or create something that really wasn't there or to make something out of nothing on some levels, and as a writer, for anyone listening or an artist, you understand this, it was just daunting. It was harrowing. So instead, she fucking flipped the script and goes, fuck it. I've got 12 ideas. I'm just going to make these 12 ideas exist for what they are. And that's a minute two minutes that's it that's yeah. whatever that needs yeah. to be yeah. and they're so well produced and they're so like you're in it for every second mm-hmm. and that's the thing is like it ends and
3: you're like oh my, okay we're and, on to the next one and that's the thing those seconds are so precious so precious there's so yeah. few of it's them, so good it's yeah. a brilliant idea yeah it's such a yeah. great idea yeah. Yeah.
0: but here's the craziest part ready are you this ready craziest for this part? yeah this is the craziest okay. part she's <laughs> here <laughs> come on down <laughs> okay p about fell out of his chair she's not even here um <laughs> The craziest part is, that has nothing to do with the song we just played. The song we just played is called "Unending Bliss." It is a brand new single by Rosie Tucker, and it was just released uh, on the eighth, I believe, uh, of November. And we heard it, and I was like, "Holy crap, dude! We got to put this on the show." Yeah. we already had our our our, our uh, artist list done, and I was like, "It's okay. Like, we have a plus ones episode coming up." I'll take my artists. I will add them to the plus ones. We got to get the song on there. One, because the Rosie Tucker story is amazing. Two, the song is great. It is a single. I am not aware. Is this part of anything else that you know of MP that's coming?
3: No. Okay. I I've, I am not aware of of en- unending bliss being part of a larger project. Okay. I'm I'm channeling hope that it is. <laughs>
0: here's the coolest part though uh so the non-sequitur equestrian that is rosie tucker uh who's out of los angeles california she does have a patreon and because we clearly are fans we want to support her we'd hope that if you like what you heard you dig into this discography you and you get into kind of almost the folklore of this at now this point um you go check out her Patreon. It is www.patreon.com forward slash Rosie Tucker. Go support her. You can also check her out at rosietuckermusic.com. She's on Instagram. She's on X. She's on YouTube. Um, but the uh, other piece that I thought was really cool is the merch piece. Like mm. She's got some really, really cool yeah. fucking merch. Yeah. Um, so I would highly recommend checking out the merch side of it. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that is sold out. So, you know, for example, like if Tiny Song's regular size sticker pack was something you really had your heart set on. Womp womp. Fucking gone. Yeah, it's gone. But <laughs> getting better sucks shit bumper sticker still available.
3: <laughs> yeah. Getting better sucks shit. That's 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 my new mantra, actually. <laughs> yeah. And I really love we always talk about how bands uh have like humorous, interesting yeah. taglines on Instagram. Yeah. Rosie's is harbinger of doom, recording artist. Like, oh, th- that's, that's in the yeah. lo- you know, in order of importance, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Love it. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, unending bliss. As soon as I as soon as I heard it, I just started beating my head against the wall, and I was like messaging Ben saying, "I think we're doing let's play twelve this week <laughs> because we got to get this song on. It's it's mm. so good and it's produced so yeah. well. I mean, all the things that there are that you that, that there are to love about yeah. a song." Are all like baked yeah. into that tune?
0: Is it? Is it too soon? Like, is this the new Molly Peyton? <laughs> are we are we, are we, I mean, we spent about thirty minutes talking. About I was Rosie just gonna. I, I was just
3: gonna say, welcome to the Rosie Tucker show. <laughs> it's all things. All things Rosie. <laughs> All the time, Molly's like, nah, bitch. Yeah, next, yeah, next episode we'll be going through Rosie's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I got flights booked. All right, let's. Um, wow, we so let's take let's take a breath. This one down now. Yeah, now I feel kind of like almost like creepy now because yeah. people are listening to this going. They're really spending a lot of time. Like you know, I listen to this podcast and they're usually into music by now. So we're going to have to figure out what to do next. That'll be fine. Yeah, we'll see.
4: I've taken the final dose of my serum. Now we wait. You and I. And I.
3: We always make these kind of grand, grand plans behind the scenes about what we're going to talk about and how we're going to talk about it and what we're going to say and how we're going to make you, the listener, kind of reach into your brain and open your, you know, kind of unfold your 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 cerebellum in some way and you're going to like just look and listen and feel music in a totally different way which is what we want to happen but what usually happens <laughs> is that people just kind of hit the the ten forward button on their mm-hmm. on their iPod or yeah. on their airplay or mm-hmm. their carplay and they're just like okay when is music oh there's music yeah. i can stop hitting the button now <laughs> So we don't we don't want we don't want it to be um uh we don't want it to be intrusive, right? We don't want this that this part of the show to be intrusive. What we want to do is we want it to be thought-provoking sure. and we want to be able to introduce things and topics and artists that you may find as interesting and we as we do. Sometimes we get carried away. Sorry. Sometimes MP gets carried away. <laughs> and Next thing we know, we turn around and we're you know um, the the sun is coming up. So, <laughs> so I think what we should do, it, we'll 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 call a little bit of a little bit of an audible here. We do I think that we have an incredibly interesting topic to talk is, about. Is
0: this a boardroom decision again happening in the middle of the show?
3: So there's like we don't have an intern anymore, so there's no yeah, one to like keep us true, okay. like from f- keep stuff like that from happening. He's ascended above, right? <laughs> So it it's unless Bram wants to start coming to the sessions and yeah. like you know sitting there with like you know a billy club in his hand, you know going the the faster he taps it into his palm, the less time we have. Bram doesn't even listen anymore. He's like, I can't fucking handle he this shit. Yeah, are- it's too much. No, I get it. I feel the same way when I listen to it. So what we were, what we wanted to do is that the, the Rosie Tucker thing was very sincere, sure, but it led into as things do sometimes in this podcast. It led into a conversation that me and Ben really wanted to have with all of you about records like about artists and records like that. Yeah. Like that story that that little story the sermon I gave there. But <laughs> we also have this thing called the fucking clock. And we have to watch the clock <laughs> because we know that the number one reason you tune into this show is to listen to the music. And That's why the we number and then everything else kind of is tied for second. Sure. You know, the kooky stuff that happens and, you know, the bumpers and sure. all that other stuff. And then us talking, you really don't give a shit about that. You're just like, look, give me 10 new albums that I can go out and buy this week so I can, you know, balance my karma and feel good about myself. So we're going to do that. We'll start that process now. <laughs> and and then we'll, we'll talk about the stuff we want to talk about after. But we want to make sure that the music is still, like, out front. Okay. So we'll it. come back to it. Now, you said the M word. So now we have to address the... Molly in the room you said is is Rosie the new Molly I did did (laughs) did. Did I
0: start did I start a thing you might have started a thing but somebody started it before you so what happened
3: it's been three or four episodes so so we got a piece of mail we got email and somebody (gasps) said fan mail somebody said I wouldn't call it fan mail somebody said do do you guys realize that it's been like three or four episodes since you've mentioned that singer from New Zealand (laughs) That you're big fans of and that you've become friends with and you've interviewed her on the show and she's really cool and her music's great. And you realize that she just put a new single out. And we were like, we realize all of those things. But the single came out. It was too late. Mm -hmm. So, yes, Molly Payton does have a new single out, which is called Asphalt. Asphalt. Asphalt which is great. Brilliant. It's brilliant. We just, th- there was just no way that we were going to be able to, to, to get it on here. Right. And, sh- and she understands and we understand, <laughs> but we do appreciate the fact that that listener reached out. So a big thank you to Polly Mayton of Nauchlin, New Zealand <laughs> for emailing us and letting us know all of this information. Thank you, Polly, whoever you may be.
1: Frustration's grown to the window, watching me mother long And I was killing myself Well,
4: take me outside
3: Okay, so we decided to do it on th- to drop th- this episode on Thursday. Yeah, that's what we decided yeah. during happy Thanksgiving, during music. So everybody, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said to I said to Ben during music that there are some times where I wish I could step out of my own brain just for two hours so I could listen to an episode of this podcast through ears that have never heard it before. Because <laughs> by the time the episode drops, I've heard it. Multiple upon multiple because you're editing, because I'm posting, because I'm doing post. So I'm very familiar with all the conversation. But I would really like to listen to it through a stranger's ears, so that I can be like you all are going. What the fuck are they talking about? (laughs) And why do I keep listening
0: to this show? And why do I care? (laughs) Also, by the way, real it's quick side note: it's the subliminal stuff that is. you can't hear. Quick side note: because we've mm-hmm. talked about like rock block and stuff over the years, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. we've had these great conversations. Uh-huh. For now on, we just say, "Here's music. Here's music. Here's fucking
3: music." Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah.
3: Anyways, top of the show. Top of the show of the music. Top of the music okay top, of the, music. top sure. of the music okay empty country oh, wow <laughs> joe d'agostino uh, led a band uh, some years ago called symbols eat guitars which i hope you've all uh, heard and are familiar with because they were great uh started a solo project called empty country and have just dropped the second empty country album which is called empty country 2 just came out on get better records so, lots to unpack with the empty country record. It, it deals with it's a lot so of good. it's great. and it and it, lyrically, it deals with uh, emotionally, it deals with a lot of stuff that a lot of us are going through these days., uh, D'Agostino had actually relocated at some point from his home base of Philly to, I guess a family like um, home in uh, somewhere in New England, I think. And was strange for him because it was a much more conservative town than Philly. Is Philly is a very non-conservative town, <laughs> and now he suddenly found this place. He found himself in a place that was just kind of dotted with, you know, uh, blue lives matter and Trump signs, sure. and and he and he wrote these nine stories that make mm-hmm. up the Entry, empty country 2 record. They recorded it very very quickly, uh 2 weeks at the Fidelatorium which is owned by Mitch Easter, he's legendary. And then John uh John Agnelio was the uh engineer on that and he had worked with Symbols e guitars and he was at the desk and it just sounds great. It's a beautiful loud quiet loud record um it's arranged in almost a purposely chaotic way yeah. and uh it's it's great I love the guitar sounds the guitar solos sound yeah the guitars, sound, so, so yeah, so the guitars good. just punch right through they sound really really good uh the drummer who is in Symbols Z guitars Charlotte Andole, is playing drums on this record and when you listen to the whole thing through one sitting the the drums the parts that uh Charlotte's playing uh, are just amazing it it's almost in a weird way kind of unexpected to hear drumming like that on a record on an indie rock record but it's really really it fits it works adding so many of these kind of unexpected virtuoso flourishes and they just kind of propel the songs and sometimes stop the songs like dead in their in their tracks and charlotte's brother patrick is playing bass on it and they took advantage of Mitch Easter's extensive collection of odd instruments and uh, microphones and amps and all of this obscure stuff that he had to kind of create this empty country to world. The song that we played for you is a second track on the album. It's called Earl King. Earl King... For those of you who don't like to Google stuff, Earl King is is a myth from uh, German folklore, actually. Earl King was an elf or spirit that would carry children into the woods to die. Very uplifting stuff. Uh, This is one of my favorite albums of the year, hands down. I've been flying a lot for some reason. We went to Las Vegas. We went to New York two weeks ago. And on the flight to New York, which had already been delayed by an hour... um, as we were um, starting our descent into New York, I sent a note through to the captain through the flight attendant asking him if he could circle the airport <laughs> one or two more times so I could listen to this record all the way through again.
0: I hope the band hears I this get a story. note
3: back from the captain, what are you listening to? And I wrote a note back, said I'm listening to the new Empty Country yeah. 2 album, and then all of a sudden it's, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be... Uh... <laughs> just a little bit up here i have got to circle around one or two more times uh, seat uh, 25A hope, you, hope you're you enjoying the new uh, Empty Country 2 if you look out uh, to the left uh, you'll see my career going out the window anyway that's my uh, airline pilot I that, hope was you dig that was it. great yeah so uh, Empty Country 2 is on Get Better Records you can get yours at www.emptycountry.com they have their own website because they're a big deal I love this record so 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 much Ben, what do you got? I've been prepping for this. Top that! Yeah, okay, good. Let's hear it, man. You're very excited about this song. I can see the it. vibration going through. The yeah, lot. I'm trying to like pull
0: myself together here. Yeah. So, can we talk about remarkable vocal performance? Sure. Longest episode
3: ever. Let's Fuck do it. Yeah, let's go.
0: <laughs> Matty Kerr, what are they doing? <laughs> Matty Kerr, one more time. Hold on. <clears throat> maddie fucking kerr Mm, of mercury that's better this woman vocal performance on every single she's released is just amazing and i am so glad that mercury dropped a new single the single that you heard is called trying (laughs) and i'm trying to listen to other things but i keep going back to (laughs) the song it is so good the build is so good One of the cooler aspects of this, too, is not only the way the music is just so sonically well done. It's got this industrial vibe to it, and her vocal kind of fits the industrial vibe, too, which is great. But, like, the vision of the photography and the video work, which I'm going to get to in a minute fits the whole feel of what you just listened to. And I know that most of you who are listening probably haven't seen this video yet. And when you go watch the video you'll be like, oh my God, when I was listening, that's that's exactly mm-hmm. how I expected to see this visually. Uh huh. The new single trying, uh, they just signed to Big Loud Rock, which I'm super excited about because I'm hopefully that means we're going to get like an EP or a bunch of new singles. I don't care how it comes. I just want as much music as possible yeah. from Maddie. Um, you can check out the band. Um, they are The Band Mercury on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, now, when we first had this band on, we had the song The Moment uh, last year, which I was absolutely over, the, over over the moon about and we couldn't find much about them you were feverish about Mercury. i was very sad that i couldn't find like i found a few things and i saw that they were opening up for a couple artists and i was like that was it yeah. <laughs> that's all i could find and the music videos were beautiful well they are starting to develop online which is great the print's getting bigger they are out of nashville tennessee mm. um and um The video that um, came out for trying recently, I have to give a shout out. It's Moss Flower Pictures is the company that does this. And uh, for Moss Flower Pictures, like one of the biggest things that I have seen in regards to working with this individual is just the praise. Uh, how much he cares more about the project sometimes than the artists do. Um, But if you get a chance, I would highly recommend checking out. It's mossflowerpictures.com. He's worked with Loewen. He's worked with uh, Mountain's Little Wax, obviously with Mercury, uh, Dustin Dixon as well. Um, And everyone just constantly talks about how great Luke is. And Luke is kind of the curator behind this. I don't know if Luke has a team, if he's got a bunch of hands working on this when they're shooting. You know, probably a second videographer, an editor, things like that. seems like Luke is a one-stop shop. Um, And I, I have to say, like, the videos that I've seen from this um from this company are just absolutely beautiful um so again it is mossflowerpictures.com highly recommend you check them out mercury was the band uh the song was trying again that is a new single they just signed a big loud rock so hopefully we'll get a bunch more from them soon but go support Absolutely. Yes.
3: excellent excellent song yeah i mean i love the layer of grit Ugh, it's just in the mix You know, and gives it that kind of another. She can just write it strong, man. Like even the moment
0: last year that we played, like it was just one of those songs where it kinda like it toys with you Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then it just fucking kicks the shit out of you. At the end you're like, Okay, I'm done. Yeah. I've had enough. (laughs) Have you ever, like, have you ever just, like, walked out of the house? You don't know where you're walking, but you're walking somewhere just to have a moment with yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, just to kind of, like, get away and just think. And, like, you look like you're doing something important, you know, but really, like, that's what these songs are. Yeah. 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 Every time I'm I'm, like, I don't want to be in a room. I want to, like, go for a walk Mm -hmm. and just, you know, and, 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 like, just be
3: embraced. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, Excellent. So Nottingham, UK brings us a new band called Push Rope. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Nottingham. Uh, Fake It Till You Make It is the song that you heard right there, and it is one of two demo tracks from the band's very first recording, uh, recorded and engineered by Russ Clark. Great job to everybody at his studio. Uh, the band says they're ho- looking forward to playing their first show. So this is really a new band. I haven't How did played you a, find them? haven't played a live gig yet. <laughs> How did I find them? They asked me the same question. They <laughs> literally wrote me an email that said... How did you find
0: us? (laughs) I love that so much. And I really want
3: to, it was like, like when I read that 50 or 60 times in a loop, I was just like wearing a flight suit on the deck of an aircraft carrier with the words, you know, mission fucking accomplished behind me. I just, yes, I found a band that had absolutely <laughs> no aspirations of being found but i found them uh yeah so they are a new band they just started this year uh most of most of the most of them have been in bands growing up you know but with covid everything kind of got thrown into the shitter so uh now they just want to play music they want to have fun uh they don't really have a genre in mind uh they just want to blend together you know Functions. all the kinds of things yeah all the kinds of things that they love but they do have a particular interest in kind of '90s era UK shoegaze and dream pop, so you do hear elements of that in "Fake It Till You Make It." You can get "Fake It Till You Make It" at pushrope.bandcamp.com. dot I'm uh, I think I'm going to be I think I want to be a champion for this band. I think. I don't know. I yeah. think based on the two songs they have out there, they have a tremendous amount to offer. Yeah. Push Rope is awesome. Please go and, yeah. and, and support and, and let them know you literally heard them here first. Because, tell them MP and Ben sent you. Because I think even Push Rope heard, heard, heard themselves here first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell them MP and Ben sent you. Thank you very much, Push Rope. We appreciate the uh, the feedback. And uh, yeah, good stuff. Push All Rope.
0: Right. So we got to welcome back another artist. Because they dropped a fucking banger, and I can't turn away from a banger. Wes the Barton is back, and I am so (laughs) glad to have them back. Their new single, Desire, uh, which is actually going to be on an upcoming album that comes out March 22nd. It is Mongrel, Australia. And these guys are out of, say that because I can't, I'll screw
3: it up. Adelaide, South Australia? Thank you. That's where they're from. Yes. Yeah. How uh, funny would it be if I was pronouncing it wrong? <laughs> but that's on you now, so yeah. I win. It's pronounced so, Adelaide 80. It's
0: called oh, shit. chess. Yes. Uh, label <laughs> is domestic, <laughs> la la. And uh, you can check them out, Linktree, uh, which is the, for those of you who are not, again, familiar with Linktree, it is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash West The Barton. Um, I did not know this. Last time we had them on the show, we were talking about their um, uh, single they had re- released, George Michael, and mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not know that the band originally was called West The Barton Brothel Party,
4: mm-hmm.
0: which is awesome. I like that. <laughs> I don't know why they changed like, their name yeah why, <laughs> Uh, they've been around since 2013. Uh, West the Barton kind of cut their teeth uh, practicing in the studio um, in West the Barton, hence the name. Uh, you can check them out. They also have a band camp, which I love. The new single is not on there yet, but I'm hoping that obviously the album, and all that stuff, is through the band camp. That way, you can go and do the pre-save and you know do the pre-sale and all that, and that way the band gets as much money as possible. Uh, their band camp is westthebarton.bandcamp.com.
3: Awesome. That was a great block of music. Yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, the music. The music. It was a great block of the, the music. music. What are we? Ninety? I don't play the
0: music. <laughs> yes, I think it works. I, think I, we can I do guess. It. I guess it's. Let's it does. make it work. We'll force it. We'll force, we'll force it. it yeah, yeah,
3: we'll force it to work. We'll force it. We'll go back and edit every single episode to insert the word no, "the." No, no, no. no. The the the. Because uh... I have nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you want to talk about this now? You still you still excited about this? Yeah. Okay. Let's let's talk about. You're the this.
0: only one going back and forth on it. Yeah. You? No, yeah. I'm
3: I'm I'm good. All right. So we spent we, we we spent a couple of seconds earlier in this episode talking about an artist <laughs> named Rosie Tucker. Just a real short yeah. thing I did on, a short soliloquy I did on Rosie Tucker, who may be my new god. Um, <laughs> but I started thinking about the levels of the uh, the the levels of albums that you love. So we you know we look we we've all become compulsive list makers. We have our desert. You know we used to have you know what are your desert island discs? That was a big thing in the '80s and '90s. Like what's your DID? And you know you'd have these ten albums that if you were stranded on a desert island, these are the albums that you want to listen to throughout eternity until the lobsters eat you. Or what's, like, your all-time list? Like, my all-time playlist is almost 200 albums long now, and I'm going to try to cap it at 200. And then I have, like, a list called... um, And now MP's going to read you all 200. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. It's publicly available. Um, I have a list called The Big Three O, which is 30, 30 recently released records that I have not had a chance to really dig into, Mm -hmm. but I know that I want to. And it's capped at 30. So everybody, you know, we all have these lists. And, Mm -hmm. you know, some people don't cap. They just, their playlists just get longer and longer and longer all the time. And that's cool too. But I started thinking about something I had never thought about before because the the Empty Country album uh, um, came out and a band called Hey Nothing put a record out a couple of weeks ago and i couldn't like get away from these two records like mm-hmm. i had all this music that i mm-hmm. wanted to listen to that i had to listen to but i just kept listening to these two records over and over and over and over again and i couldn't like i started asking myself like why like what is it mm-hmm. you know and it's because i want to live in those records and right. i started thinking about what are th- what differentiates a record like that from a record that you have loved your whole life like so for me like off the top of my head boom you know i'm not saying it's my favorite album of all time but one of my favorite all-time records top 10 all things must pass by george harrison you know sorry it's just that's it all things must pass is an amazing record the songs are amazing i could put it on at any time drop the needle anywhere on any side of that record and i'm good i love it yep you know it's like that movie that you, you know, you put on the TV and you're halfway through your favorite movie and you're just like, oh, I'm good for the next hour and a half because I'm watching the rest of this even though yep. I've seen it a thousand times, yep. right? So I started thinking about what's the difference between a record like All Things Must Pass, which I could listen to at any time, anywhere, no matter what I'm doing, if it's on, I love it. Yep. And a record that I have this relationship with where I want to live in that record or I have lived in that record for whatever reason, usually not the best reason, <laughs> and now I'm I'm afraid to go back to it because it will take me to a darker place mm-hmm. and because I might get into that loop again of, this is all I want to listen to. Yeah. And I'm going to listen to it in the morning and I'm going to listen to it at lunch and I'm going to listen to it a few times before I go to bed tonight, mm-hmm. right? So I made a short list of records like that. Okay. Right. So Slint, Spiderland, boom, that was the first one that came okay. in, into mind. Um kalimasi yeah their their last record laughs grace yeah, yeah. graceful rage by harmony woods i Great. mean i was obsessed with that record for months uh black country new roads live album oh yeah oh foxing their most recent album uh um manchester orchestra simple math pearl jams versus midnight oils earth sun and moon and there's Midnight a night oil. Yeah, Earth and Sun and Moon. Wow! Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're one of my favorite I bands. I didn't
0: expect that one. Sorry, we actually didn't talk these out. So I no, actually, we didn't. No, 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 which no. I love. I wanted the real yeah, like yeah, effect. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. All right.
3: um, the, the Old Souls' first album, Lou yeah. Reed's New York album, of course. Uh, Viseria Voyager is on oh, that Viser- list. Yeah, Visaria. These great, are albums yeah. that when when they pop up on my little randomizer that I mm-hmm. run every morning, I run a randomizer program, and I'll just pick something off that list and I'll yeah. listen to it. You know, for that forty minutes or hour. But if one of those albums comes up on the randomizer, I will protest with the software. I will have an argument with the software. I will protest and I will will consciously not listen to one of those records because I, I'm afraid that I won't be able to function for the rest of the day. Because I can't just put it on and have it on yeah. in my ears while I'm doing other stuff. I have to stop literally... Everything I'm doing, working, eating, drinking, cooking, breathing, <laughs> breathing yeah. raising my kids, all that has yeah. to stop so yeah. that I could listen to that record and be back in that place, in that moment, so that I could experience that record with the people who are making
0: it. Has that record, not the ones you listed, but has that record, using that as mm-hmm. the idea, has that record ever become to the point, though, where like it is on and you love it? You love. You could sing every line, mm-hmm. You you appreciate it. But it's on, and you don't, it's almost you don't even like it, doesn't stop you anymore. It doesn't mean you don't still love the album, but it's just you've heard it so much that you're almost
3: like desensitized to it. Mm -mm. No, no, that. And I think you may be getting to the crux of what my question was what's the difference between an all time favorite record and a record that you've lived in? Yeah, I think that the difference is that no, I can't do that, I can't put on Pearl Jam's Versus and just have it on and listening to it. Like I said, everything must stop. Like and the world, the earth needs to stop revolving yeah. and rotating yeah. no, regardless of what the inertia yeah. is going to do to your body. Everything has to stop so that I can be in the car with Eddie yeah. when rearview mirror is on. When when I think
0: that's a great album for me to talk mm-hmm. to you about this. So when that album came out and then easily through college and probably beyond same As I got a little older, I still love that album. I own like five copies of it for no reason. It doesn't like, it's not that I don't still love it. I just don't get developed into it or enveloped into it the same way that I do for like, Smashing Pumpkins. Right. Like Siamese Dream. Yep. That will, I will literally be like, I can't, I just mayonnaise is on. I have to fucking listen to this yeah, yeah. like, like, in that, but that's for me. But yeah. it's weird because I wonder, like, they're the albums that, like, still to this day that I, I'm like, yes, I have to stop everything or I'm going to go for a drive mm-hmm. or I'm going to go for a walk because I just want to be in this moment. Mm-hmm. But I there were albums like that growing up in that I still adore, but they don't hit me the same anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. they, like, you know, like, Versus is still a big deal for you, but it's weird to me that it's not for me, but it was for such a long period of time. Mm -hmm.
3: So, like, with Versus, you know, again, it's one of those albums that I remember exactly the day that it came out. I took the day off work. Yeah. It it was weird because um, Rush's Counterparts album came out the same day. Okay. So I took the day off work, and I went to... Uh, there used to be a record chain uh, called HMV, uh-huh. and I was living on the upper east side of Manhattan at that time. And mm-hmm. there was an HMV within walking distance, okay. and they opened at nine o'clock in the morning. Ooh. So I went, took day off work, went to HMV nine oh one. I had the two CDs in my hand, and I went home. I listed the new Rush album, like great new Rush albums, fantastic. I love mm-hmm. it. Great songs on there. And then I put verses on, and then I called in sick the next day. <laughs> Because I listened to verses all the way through several times at a very, very, at at increasing volumes. And I started to realize okay, this album's starting to get on top of me emotionally a little bit. So, what do I do? I need to like escape this. And the only way that I can escape this is to somehow, in my own little stupid brain, be a part of it in a way that I can never be a part of it. Sure. And the only way I knew how to do that was to learn the songs. Sure. So I took the next day off work and learned, learned the record on play. guitar yeah. and bass. Yeah. And by the end of that second day, I had learned the entire Versus album all the way through on two instruments. Nice. Didn't help. So I still, <laughs> I still, like, again, I still can't listen to a song like Daughter or Animal yeah. or... Oh, animals!
0: Such a great song, or
3: or or rats, yeah. or or um, rearview mirror, without yeah. emotionally being, you know, part of it. Yeah, Lou Reed's New York is the same thing for me. I mean, that album was written about my neighborhood where yeah. I lived for a, a long time, and when I listen to Lou Reed's New York, for, and for, forget about everything that everybody hates about Lou Reed. Sure. He's not like a hero to me. Yeah. But that record, New York, yeah. dude, I was there. Yeah. I mean, I was living I mean, I was part of, I was yeah. living there when he wrote that record. And I'm side by side with him walking down the street looking at these characters. I know those people. You Do you you have an album that you weren't
0: there? So an album that's otherworldly. So like for me, which I'm sure a lot of people are just gonna roll their eyes and laugh when mm-hmm. I say this though, mm-hmm. but like I don't know what it was, but when Silver Chair dropped Frongstop. Like, that album destroyed me as a kid. Like, that album came out, and I was like, what is this? Mm. And granted, on this show, we all know that I pick a lot of Australian bands, so maybe Mm. it's something with Australian music in general. But, like, that album, front to back, (laughs) and I'm sitting there going, these are 14-year-olds, and they sound like grown-ass men beating the shit out of their instruments and singing songs about – massacres and just these these very heavy things that I never experienced I don't want to experience they are in a whole nother world of what they're growing up in but he was like fuck it here's my life deal with it yeah and that album like I think I told you I like I went I think I bought that album like three times because I wore out my cds at the time Mm -hmm. I didn't have a vinyl player when I you know right 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 but like I don't know why I don't know why that album hit me the way that it did, but I mean, I was just sucked into it. And, and same thing. And I learned how-, how to play every song oh, right. on guitar. Right. And again, a lot of those songs I couldn't really relate to, but mm. I felt what he was going through. Right. And I think that was the thing. Like he, it was weird for me to be like, holy shit. Like, I don't know this, but I know it because of you. Were you about his age when that record came out? Yeah, I guess. Uh, okay. Yeah.
3: I was like, yeah. maybe you're a year older. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a big album though. Yeah. I think for me, you know, especially with bands, especially with bands like Soundgarden and Pearl Jam, Ugh, yeah. all those guys are my age. Yeah. So we all went through a lot of the same shit, like all the stuff that I mean, obviously I didn't have the right. the, the parental, you know, yeah. trauma that Eddie had. Right. But as people but as contemporaries, as people who grew up listening to the same kind of music and going through a lot of the same shit as teenagers growing up in the 80s. You know, we all kind of went through a lot of the same mm-hmm. crap, mm-hmm. and you know, to hear him say those yeah. words and sing those words yeah. and write those songs the way he wrote them, and, and same thing with people like Chris Cornell and to a lesser extent, um, you know, Lane Staley and all those yeah. guys. Um, I totally related to. I I, yeah. I I knew those people. I didn't know those guys personally, but yeah. I knew those characters. Yeah. I knew people exactly like that. And some of those people were close friends of mine and didn't make it. And yeah, so it, it was certainly relatable sure. to me but I think I probably didn't have a similar experience to you at a younger age, yeah. you know, fourteen or fifteen, yeah. because first of all, there were no bands releasing music at you know, when they were teenagers, mm-hmm. when I was a teenager, and the most of the music that was coming out then I didn't really have much use for. Sure. So I was listening to my brother's records. Sure. But I, I don't know it, it. I like the whole relatable thing. I probably wasn't mature enough as a person, as a as a man, to admit to myself that I had a lot of shit going on mm. until people my age started making records. Sure, and then it just kind of like, it happened so quickly and it happened in such abundance. You know, like most of my friends like this music is amazing. You know, it's finally like wiping that fucking hair metal shit off the map. And, you know, (laughs) Seattle is the greatest thing that ever happened. This music is great. We got to, you know, let's form a cover band and play these songs in bars. And I'm sitting there going, I I don't know if I could play these songs in front of people without like openly weeping. I mean, these songs like are really speaking to me. Yeah. So, yeah I think like like living in a record, you know it's it's like you want to be in that world as yeah. shitty as it might be yeah. either because you have some kind of white horse syndrome, like you want to save the person, sure, or you sure, want sure, to sure. help the person sure. that's going through this horrible thing that they're yeah. singing about, or you want to experience their triumph with with them. their victory yeah
0: and i've always i think and maybe somebody else will agree with me on this because they experience it too but like i've never really felt like i needed the lyrics to connect to me directly yeah but there is something sonically that has always won me over example you mentioned lane staley I have never been through anything that Lane Saley has gone through. I don't struggle, never have struggled with drug sure. addiction. Allison Chain's Unplugged album th- destroys me. Yeah. That's one of my albums. That's yeah. one of my ten. It, but it's it's not that their li their their full studio albums aren't great. Um and there's a lot of debate like in some of like who they were as a band and all that stuff, but like Man, you cannot fight that unplugged album. Like that's just fucking. You're absolutely killer. Right. Yeah. And the thing is, is like it's yeah. it's listening to him sing and the whole band that's backing him, and I'm sitting there going, "Man, I'm so sorry." Like when I you feel s- everything yeah. that you're singing, even though I didn't go through it. Like he, like that to me is an album.
3: When you strip yeah. down, when you strip down those emotions, yeah, those experiences to musically, it's bare bones. Yeah. acoustic guitars and voice there's no escaping there's no escaping the 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 the, the deepness of it you can't get out you can't just like put on the Allison Chains unplugged album and have the same experience as listening to uh the, the Alice in Chains album yeah. that that actually you know the studio album that those right. some of those songs originally came for or Jar of Flies or any of those yeah. records. Yeah. There's yeah there that's that one that's a great one that's and, a great example and
0: that's and that for me and I think this is why I love live music so much if I'm just being super honest for anyone who's listening is like I like studio albums don't get me wrong like I I've got a plethora of them that I own it's ridiculous how much I own but. <laughs> Like the live album, like there's always been a romance for me personally. If I listen to the studio album, then I see the band live. I'm like, that transcends super well.
4: Mm.
0: Or I hear a live album from the band. They cover a bunch of the music. And I'm like, wow, that really hits well. Counting Crows is another one for me. Yes, I'm a 90s kid. I get it. But August and Everything After is a brilliant fucking album, whether you liked it or not. And his ability to songwrite the band behind them, like all that album is recorded live. A lot of people don't realize that. Like if you listen to that album, you go shit, those are really good players to be on it the way that they're on it. And they released, I think it was live on two wire or something like that. And they redo the songs in a way that it still works. You still get the essence of the song, the melodies, all this stuff but the live side of it, you're just like, Oh man, that took me to a whole nother world. Mm. Like those songs were intense as they were, but now I'm like, fuck, like (laughs) you just flipped the script on me. And now we have all these new elements and all this, you know, um, different ways of playing these songs. That's always been something for me. Like that. I really am attracted to as a listener. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm glad we went down that very weird and very dark road. (laughs) Yeah. it's all right. You know, that's all right. Um, yeah, so you were surprised at Midnight Oil. Yeah, were you, excite- were you surprised at Midnight Oil or that album? No, Midnight Oil. Really? I, yeah, I didn't
0: realize that. Yeah,
3: have I have I never We've communicated never, to you no. my my, ad, my adoration uh-huh. for that band? Uh-uh, I, I never love gone Midnight that. Oil. Yeah, that's oh cool. No, it's great. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I saw I got to see them live a bunch of times, and I even got to see them live at a time when they were not really a big deal anymore. Yeah. I mean, they were playing in like a nightclub in New York sure. and like, there weren't a lot of people there, but yeah, earth and sun and moon. Like I heard earth and sun and moon and then heard it again and again to the 50th power for a couple of weeks. And I started telling people that I was moving to Australia because <laughs> I wanted to live in that world. Yeah, You know, there's a song at the end of that album called now we're, now we're Neverland. And I'm like, That's, I think that might be the song I want to play to my funeral. It's either that or the uh, Harvey Danger song. (laughs) What's it called again?
0: (laughs) Fly Pulse.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Play that at my funeral. back to it's the the playlist which is amazing these songs are amazing but there is it just me or is the vibe different the sunday night shows the sunday night tapings are different than the tuesday night taping on tuesday night we seem a little bit more just a little bit more laid back and then on sundays we're like i don't know the end there's is it more energy or Maybe it's just the whole thing that we got to go to work, <laughs> go to work tomorrow. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it seems it's a different it's a different vibe. It is. A, Sundays it's a are a different vibe. I like Sundays it. I like are weird.
0: I, it's a little weird, but I uh, I like the change sometimes. Yeah. And like, it is
3: so quiet around here on Sunday night. Tuesday's yeah. night is a lot. There's still a lot going on around sure, here on sure, Tuesday nights, sure. but yeah. Sunday nights is just it's just dead around here. Yeah. Everybody is just up doing their own thing. They're two floors away. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing going on. It's to, still a
0: good vibe. Though. It is a like, good it's vibe. It's still a good vibe. Yes. But yeah. It's a little bit different, but you know, that definitely adds character. Definitely. That's character. Is
3: it? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. If you say so. I yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But. So it's been about two years since the artist known as Yucky Bangs last released something. It was this, uh, single called fire season, a very dreamlike single called fire season. Uh, Yucky Bangs is a solo project of Shelley Rose. Uh, there was an album in 2020 called The Jewel of Yucky Valley, which may make my albums I live in list. Highly recommended Jewel of Yucky Valley. Great record. It's kind of full of that desert cinematic production and arrangement style. But this new single, which we played for you, which is called The Far Side, just came out. Uh, ups the tempo, turns up the guitar. Killer hook, can't wait for more from Yucky Bangs. The Far Side is the single. You can get yours at yuckybangs.bandcamp.com. Shelly Rose is based in Los Angeles via Utah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, the album Jewel of Yucky Valley kind of has that kind of big Utah space, Utah space. kind of thing. And, and The Far <laughs> Side seems to me to be a very uh, L.A., Uh, single it's really it's really great yuckybangs.bandcamp.com check out everything yucky bangs has out it's all really really good good stuff great stuff yes You know what else is awesome? We only play great stuff Mm, on this podcast. That is correct. So let's talk about Projector. Let's talk about
0: Projector. All capital. All caps. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Uh, song is called No Guilt. And uh, the uh, upcoming album is Now When We Talk, It's Violence, which I love Mm -hmm. that title. Uh, They're on the label Venn Records. Nice. And uh, there's some... uh, Good old chaps out of Brighton, UK. This will be the debut LP, which comes out February 9th. So the first single, again, is called No Guilt. And this band has been together since 2018, but this is their first LP. Huh really kind of interesting yeah. yeah yeah No, that's they, what I'm saying
3: so they took their time yeah
0: so uh, they deal in uh, nuance of expression and the true insanity and grit of modern life the psyche and the politics um, although they don't really like to talk about it in the lyrics um, with the same attitude to their recording projectors have kept a firm grip over their creative output by producing and recording themselves for hmm. the last few years that's the way to do it and I fucking love it that's, the that's the way great to do it. Uh, great song great energy um, I I've already pre-saved the album. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the the pre-sale thing this week once I get a check yep. <laughs> from my day job. Uh, but yeah, no, I really dug it a lot. It was kind of a nice surprise. Um, I was going through the rabbit hole and fell across uh, the single, and I was like, oh, all right, all right. Yeah. All right. So this is new to me, new brand to me. Uh, but yeah, they've been around since 2018 doing their thing. A lot of love online for these guys. So uh, check them out. Projector. Projector. Good stuff. Oh, 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 sorry. Yeah, sure. And on socials, it's Projector. projector. Projector because if you just go projector, you're going to get a lot of science equipment. Right. The website is projector.co.uk. Yeah, projector. <laughs> <laughs> just a little fun for you. All. And
3: they're on Venn yeah. Records, which I understand Venn Records has a very interesting cross section of artists. Okay. Moving on to <laughs> Amsterdam. What the fuck? Dad joke. Yeah, I got it. It's actually not a dad joke. It's a project manager joke. <laughs> it's a project <laughs> it's, manager a P- yeah. it's a PMO yeah, joke. Yeah, no, I got it. Yeah. Those of you with P- those of you who've gone through PMO will understand. Um, so if you switch around some of the letters in PMO, you end up with POM. Palm is from Amsterdam, and they have just released a, a great LP called the "We Best. We Were Girls Together." It came out on November 10th on Matan Records. Palm is on tour throughout November and December. They're playing gigs in the Netherlands, the Belgium, not the Belgium, Belgium, France, and Luxembourg. Um, Bittersweet was the song that we played. Um, Pombly's raw music can go well with a cheerful atmosphere and recognizable scenes from their daily lives. The, their their press kit is so informative, and it's in Dutch. So that's Dutch. fun. Yeah, check it out. Uh, they were inspired by Britpop, punk, and garage rock. <laughs> garage rock, and they have created a genre that they think is is uh, new and interesting. And they're calling their music fuzz pop. I adore that with the band's own sauce they created a loud exuberant and energetic live show lead singer songwriter Liza says this album captures the essence of growing up and the search for one's own identity in a playful and vibrant way the songs tell my story her story of that journey exploring the complex complexities and of change and growth so a big subject of the album Are the mental health problems that Liza faces, like problems with compulsion, depression, loneliness, disassociation, and stress? Are there any amongst us that can't relate to at least one or two of those? And the album explores how those changes influence the relationships you have with others, uh, the album does not offer a definitive end as life is a continuous process. I, I to yeah. me that that's kind of a, p- a positive. Yeah. That that's a, a more uplifting it's thing than, yeah. Yeah, than you know it ending like quadrifenia with you know the kid, you know, driving his motorbike <laughs> off of a cliff or whatever. Aww. So Palm POM <laughs> is the band. Bittersweet is the single. We Were Girls Together is the album on Matan Records. You can get yours at palmtheband.bandcamp.com. I implore you to not Google. Palm Band, you won't find it that way. It's just – it the algorithms aren't working that way yet. So go directly to their band camp, palmtheband.bandcamp.com. Please, please, please. Thank Spe- you, Palm.
0: Speaking of Googling correctly, our next artist is a tough one to Google as well, so you have to be careful. Uh, the artist uh, The Thing is not the Norwegian-Swedish jazz trio that you would, uh, thought that they would be. I know the thing. Uh, They're also not the uh, classic (laughs) film horror flick, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the thing either. They're not. Yeah. Uh, If you go (laughs) look up the thing, it's thing, the thing Mm -hmm. we've had them on the show before Uh, we've actually had, which I just found out uh, the front man um, for the band. Uh, His previous group is 87 nights. We had them on the show as well. Um, So Zane Accord is the leader of these two, Beautiful acts, great live shows. I've actually saw 87 nights for two mile of music up in Appleton, Wisconsin, back to back. And I watched this man absolutely command a crowd um, the same way you would watch a national artist command a crowd. I mean, we're talking levels of David Grohl, if it and just so many others Um absolutely brilliant wonderful to see live uh really enjoy i mean sounds amazing too the vocals just i mean the recordings are great but seeing them live and hearing zane's uh, vocals live are just it's a whole nother experience uh with the thing um this current project because i don't believe 87 nights is moving on anymore um but i can't guarantee that so we'll see um they are influenced by a lot of sixties rock, they got the Kinks, they got Grand Funk Railroad, heard of them? Yeah, a couple of those. Um, but <laughs> uh, but they've got this new single, "You're the One," um, that is out now, and the upcoming album Neptune. That is N E P T U N N E, coming out December fifteenth. So here, just not too mm-hmm. so far away. Um, you can check them out. Thing the thing bandcampcom um, and check out all their merch albums. Uh, they don't have anything for the newest single out just yet. My guess is that'll all hit once the album comes out on the Bandcamp. But of course, you can stream it on all the streaming services. Uh, Pre order the album,
3: um, and yeah, go check them out. The thing. Good job. Yeah, the thing is a big. Uh... I actually have one of the, the other, the thing, the Which Norwegian jazz trio. jazz trio. I actually have yeah, one yeah. of the albums in my library. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: I forgot about the movie. Is it Stephen King, The Thing? Isn't that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I it's forgot. Also,
3: it's also, I think it was a song by by Don Cherry, and I yeah. think that's where the Norwegian okay. Jazz Trio okay. got Yeah, because I like, googled it and I was form. like,
0: oh man. And I even put in the thing, the band, and the movie still came up first, yeah. and the Jazz Trio, yeah. and I was like, gosh dang it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> From Brooklyn, New York, <laughs> yeah. my hometown. I was just there, actually. It's still there. It is? Yeah. Good. Brooklyn Brooklyn is. Love Brooklyn. Yeah. Been it, there a few times. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Plus Ones. Mm. The, I do love the Plus Ones. I love the Plus Ones. The Plus Ones, the, the songs that are just on the cusp of that two-week window.
0: It's always a nice like bow on the show. You know? yeah. Like It's always a nice rap. It's kind of where you and I tend to, I think, also listening to older shows, Like we kind of let loose a little bit, too, mm-hmm. and we kind of get adventurous. Yeah. Not that we have any sort of like mold we have to stick to, but I do notice that you and I tend to be like... I'm going to throw it out there because I don't have a lot of dream pop typically in my list but I was like man I'm really feeling this this week exactly why not
3: yeah yeah good yeah the plus ones give us a little bit of wiggle room I think yeah so let's talk about Mega Mango. Their new single is called Space Kids. Mega Mango is from Philadelphia, and we've had them on before. And I think in the not-too-distant past, they released a new version of an older song called You Spent All Your Love, and we played the anniversary version of that on an earlier episode. And they've just dropped a new single called Space Kids. Mega Mango from Philadelphia. And so it's all great but that guitar solo You're and so i don't know good. if it's alex or if it's crow's playing that guitar solo but opportunity knocks that <laughs> that that solo is, is is absolutely amazing it's really worth it. repeated listens absolutely um yeah. space kids is the single you can get it at oh here's a new one ooh. earlink earlink oh that dot, is a new one yeah earlink.megamangoband.com for your information Mega Mango is uh, currently touring with some old friends of ours, Dury. We love Dury. Oh, I love Dury. Mega Mango is on tour with Dury uh, in late November and through December. New York, Boston, Philly, Atlanta, and a little town called Indianapolis. Hmm. I feel like balloons... And like streamers and confetti should be dropping from the ceiling because two of our favorite bands are not only playing in Indianapolis, my tickets. but they're playing on the same oh, wow. bill. Yeah. At the Hi-Fi Indianapolis on Tuesday, December 12th. 12th. Yep. Yeah. Dury. I think I'm, I'll. get yeah, come. I'll be there. It's going to be great. Yeah, I'll be there. We'll
0: do a little uh, picture and post it and
3: nobody will care. Nobody will care. Yeah. Right, but I'm maybe in, we'll get to meet Mega Mango, which would be super cool. That'll be cool. And I get to meet Dury for the second time. Cool, and they're man. super nice. Yeah, because I love walking up yeah. to bands at a gig after they've you know done all their stuff and they're selling yeah. their merch. I'm with the podcast. They love that. <laughs> no, they love that. No, I think uh, or uh, yeah. or we can go up to them and say, Hey, we're from K95. Hey, we want to do something wacky? <laughs> <laughs> ah, let's do that Yeah You got uh, any guys, guys got any Wacky sound effects There's no bad idea there no. yeah. And uh, <laughs> Very
0: good stuff yep. And then uh, We finish it off With a band Called Wild Nothing Been around mm. since 2009 A little dream pop action mm. To close out the night That song was called Dial Tone Which is off the new album Hold um, And the uh, label Is Captured Tracks Which is new to me I've not heard of Captured mm, Tracks uh, You can check out um, All Things Wild Nothing At Linktree forward slash wild nothing and uh out of
3: blacksburg virginia i think that's our first band from blacksburg
0: yep we're yeah. uh we're gonna start loading it up over there so <laughs> we're coming to town Blacksburg. Uh, there must be a scene yeah so. <laughs> Well, that scene is led by Jack Tatum. Uh, on the new album, uh, he's tackling fatherhood, other life changes and having to move back to suburbia because he was in LA for a while. So nice. uh, he's trying to figure out how touring will look, how writing will look now being a father, but he's uh, talking about in this album being present and making that the most important thing and everything else, you know second. So a uh, really good album. If you're into the Dream pop if you liked what you heard, I highly recommend hold. It's a good fun. Just put it on, sit back, relax. You know, to put the phone away and uh, just dig in. But yeah, really good stuff. Very groovy. Yeah,
3: I liked it. I really did. So the way that I'm thinking is we got one more Let's Play 10, right? One more standard Let's Play 10 episode, Mm -hmm. right? Because, you know, even though we thought this this might was maybe kind of sort of going to be yeah. the last proper show of the year. And then a bunch of bands said, nah, fuck that. We're going to put this, we're going to put out a bunch of stuff right before Thanksgiving and really fuck you guys over. Yeah. So yeah. we do Takes. have another, we yeah. we have another episode. Um, my play, I'm, my five is picked. I'm good. I'm yeah, ready, I'm ready, to, ready go. to go. Okay. So, yeah, so we, yeah. we can do it tonight. It. if We're we doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Sun's almost up. but yeah, Sure. And then, um, so I think, so after that we'll mm-hmm. do, so we're going to do, is it a plus one show?
0: Yep. We're going to do a special episode that is plus ones that we weren't able to get to. This I didn't year. read the memo. Okay. Yep. Um, weird because he fucking wrote it um and then i wrote it and and then we uh, last year uh did a not top 10 playlist that actually was a very popular show for us um and we had a lot of fun doing it so we will do the not top 10 to finish out the year which is kind of the uh so the not top 10
3: was songs from bands that we had played throughout the year Mm -hmm. But they were like deeper tracks yep. from those bands. Yeah. Okay. So I some of our that. favorite
0: nope. bands from the year that we discovered yeah. and tracks that did not make the show, but we thought like, cause we got into the album, we're like, uh-huh, man, uh-huh. which one do I pick?
3: Right. You know? And then we'll do, uh, we'll, after Christmas, we'll do the all Rosie Tucker episode. <laughs> <laughs> right before the Molly Payton special. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> If you've got a band, if your uh, friends have a band, if you like a band, or if you hate a band, please email me about them. (laughs) I love that. mpcav at 45creations.com, 40ficreations.com. I will respond almost instantaneously because I literally sit and refresh my 45creations.com email (laughs) incessantly (laughs) all the time. Ben, do you want people to email you? No. Nope. Or would you prefer to <laughs> absolutely, absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. Yes, please don't yeah. email Ben because he actually doesn't have an email address. He's the last
0: human on earth without one. No, I have one. I just, I get so many emails yeah, as yeah, it yeah. is. Like, yeah. I get excited when I get it down to like 30. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, tomorrow wow. I'm going to knock out the rest. 30? And then like, I'll wake up and I'll have fucking a hundred more emails. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's a catch yeah, stuff. So, yeah,
3: I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, my my unread email counter is like the speedometer on a nineteen ninety-three like Subaru. You know? I get,
0: I get a lot of emails from Cream magazine, but it's to save money on future subscriptions. But the funny part is I already signed up for the annual subscription uh, they don't care. and they just keep sitting yeah, in just... like and then, then in my head though, I do this, I go. Did I, already pay? Did I pay? Yeah, you paid. Maybe I need to pay again. Yeah, like yeah. I was like, then I have to log in and go check my subscription. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm still current. I'm like, why are you emailing me this shit? Yeah, that's that's
3: <laughs> that's part of their it's part of their financial plan. like yeah, they're getting though. people yeah. to subscribe multiple well, times. They were yeah. gone for so long. They got to do something. I'm yeah, I you know it's so funny <laughs> because their uh their, their new issue that's dropping in December. Uh-huh is a Lester Bangs issue. And he was one of my favorite all-time rock journalists. I'm really excited for the Lester Bangs issue. I can't wait. So we'll be back in a couple of weeks with another Let's Play 10. Thank you so much for uh, clicking on the button. And please remember to, you know, if you're going to support these artists, support them in any way you can, large, medium, or small, buy a sticker, buy a song. I mean, most of these bands have songs on Bandcamp for a buck. Yeah. You know, throw them two bucks. You know, yeah. overpay. You know, whatever you can do, just to support these bands. Buy a t-shirt. Whatever, whatever you can do, just to keep the music flowing. Because if the music doesn't flow then that means that Ben and I have absolutely no reason to get together every two weeks and oh. do this shit. <laughs> so we'll be back in a couple of weeks with another Let's Play 10. Thanks again for listening. Thank you, uh, Don't forget, hey, stay tuned for bonus content. After the closing Woo-hoo! theme, we got another song for you because 10's not enough, 12's not enough. Why not a Baker's Dozen, right? Woo-hoo. Right. Cheers, all. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Everybody asks, everybody asks, everybody
4: Everybody asks, everybody asks, are you any good? Yes, yeah, I think we're good. Everybody asks, everybody asks, well, are you big? No, I'm not that big. Everybody asks, everybody asks, everybody asks, everybody asks, everybody asks, are you in a band? you.
0: 45 Creations and Let's Play 10 love the music you heard in this episode so much that we bought it and contacted the artists and their labels to tell them so. It'd be great if you did too.